You are listening to the Downtown Larned Podcast, the podcast where we aim to cultivate vision for the future of downtown Larned. We are so grateful to have you join us this week. Let's get started. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Larned Downtown Podcast. My name is Jared. I'm joined here with our host, Landon Irway. Landon, it's a great day for another podcast. It's always a good day for podcasts. That's doesn't depend on the weather. Uh, it's it, we're inside in a in a nice little room here. Got some wonderful guests, uh, the Froshners. So I'm sure most people ought to know the Froshners by now. I mean, you've been around for for your whole life, haven't you? Yeah, um, I was born and raised uh, Chris Froshner, and here with Jamie. Um, you know, there's a lot of Froshners around the area, so yeah. better identify that. But um, yeah, I was born and raised here in Larned. Left for uh, a few years after college to uh, work in another uh, community, but uh, been back here since with uh, with Jamie and got married and started having kids and got back into the family business. So yeah, born and raised. And, and I actually um, grew up in Pratt and then I moved to Larned my freshman year of high school. Um, so I claim both as my hometown, which is a little not always kosher with the town um, <laughs> since the little rivalry that got going. Um, but Chris and I met when I actually lived in Kansas City, he lived in Colorado. It's kind of a funny story back in the day. Um, but we kind of connected for the first time from two opposite sides and uh, kind of um, moved to Colorado for a few years. And then when um, Chris's grandfather kind of called him and said, you know, hey, you don't have to move back, but um, I'm thinking about time to retire. And so that was kind of our cue, you know, to, to come on home and um so here we are, you know, four kids later and, um, you know, it's like you, you feel like you kind of stay in this little bubble of mm-hmm. not getting older, but it's been a while. We've been back for a while, um, about 11, 11 years, I think. Yeah, it's been 11 years since we moved back from Colorado and, um, you know, it uh, was always in the back of my mind with my real estate license, having it um, at a young age. I knew that I wanted to be in that business, but uh, wasn't sure if I wanted to necessarily be in the auction and real estate business um, long term when I was young. So um, never wanted to be out in front of a crowd and be the guy kind of with the microphone. So that took me a while to kind of, I guess, overcome that. But when you're thrown to the wolves and and just, you know, get up on the mic and do it, then it kind of came to me second nature. So um, naturally, it was a, a nice move and, and good move to to come back here home and, and dive back into the business. Yeah. And there's some legacy there, obviously with the family business and, and being able to, to help take that over and, and continue to, to let that, let that business thrive and, and continue it through, you know, the industry changes. Which yeah. I'm sure, you know, Landon, you're, you're in the same boat as far as that, that legacy, that family. And, and, um, you know, that was something early on. I knew that if, Chris and I were going to go long-term, you know, you marry into it, you know? And so, um, getting with Chris, you know, I quickly realized his picture and his future picture. And, um, I was one of those kids in high school here that, you know, was ready to get out and go to college and might've said a few times, I don't know if I'll ever go back there. And I couldn't be happier, um, to be back here and raising our family. And, um, I have to give a shout out because I told 
my daughter, who was in Mrs. Irway's class, Uh-oh. that I would give Mrs. Irway's class a, a oh, shout wow. out today. Um, now you see, you're just making me look bad because I, <laughs> I haven't given a shout out. Well, I tell you what, we have four four daughters, um, and just to touch briefly on it, um, three of them are all at the elementary school, and um, you know, having a young family in this community, um, I can't speak on the middle school and high school because we're not there yet, um, but I love our elementary school and if i needed a second job that would be it uh you know i would definitely love to work there they're all phenomenal but uh, my oldest had mrs irway last year and my fourth grader was pulling from mrs irway this year and um you know not to boast your wife up there you know on that pedestal that you don't already but she's fantastic um, yeah. the whole school is and yeah. i told my fourth grader i'd give her a shout out well <laughs> um no, that, that, that's a good segue into just how involved you guys are in the community. Um, it's one thing to be a, a business owner. It's, and I'm coming to find it's another thing to be an active business owner. You can almost get complacent and, and just business is going good and kind of riding the, the sales. But um, it's obvious that you guys make it a, a precedent in your lives to be involved and, and make this a better community. So um, we, as a community, thank you guys for that. Well, appreciate that. And, you know, it does, it, it takes a village and it takes a community, you know, as the cliche saying goes. Um, but yeah, you do have to be a part of your community, whether it's a small community like Larned or a large city. Um, you know, you have those small neighborhoods, even within those large cities that you have to, I think, um, you know, kind of take ownership of and, and be a part of, of what you were trying to create yourself. It's not just about, uh, the paycheck and, and driving business because, you know, frankly, those, those relationships and, and, you know, community events that you attend and, and just things you're involved with, um, they, they all just kind of are, are part of the whole. So, you know, it's part of the big picture. Yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about your building, where it's located at, and has car auction always been at that location? So we have not always been where we are at currently. Um, we're up uh, on 909 Auction Avenue, which uh, it's kind of a, a story in itself as far as the address name there. But uh, uh, Grandpa Larry and Marlene Carr started the business back in the early 60s, and um, it's kind of a kind of an ambiguous decision on when the business was actually uh, started, but we kind of go by 1965. But, you know, grandpa always said, you know, he started in 62 or 63, kind of playing with the idea and and doing some auctions here and there. But officially uh, 1965 is where they started. And they were down on the 200 block of Broadway um, in about where Towser Body Shop is, is where they originally started out. Um, they were doing small estate sales. Uh, they had a consignment shop and they would actually price items in the shop. And, and by the weekend, they would sell uh, the items that were left by auction. Um, so, you know, they, they learned quickly that by the end of the week, there wasn't much left auction. So yeah. they just kind of converted it to auction only. So um, obviously a wise decision on on grandpa and grandma's part um, to kind of change the business up that way and, and go towards an auction model only. Um, they eventually brought on um brought in the real estate side as well and got the brokerage started and you know started bringing real estate into the the business as well how far down the line was that oh that was probably in the um i think he always worked alongside a, a one of his relation parker car he was a broker in the area and and him and larry would would do some transactions together you know larry being the auctioneer when they'd have a property to sell at auction 
Larry would be the, the natural fit for that. So mm -hmm. they kind of started business together that way. Um, and then, um, you know, we had an in-house broker come on probably in the early seventies, I think is when that kind of materialized. And, and that's when they moved locations to the 200 block of, uh, or excuse me, the 100 block of East fifth street where, he, um, current chromatized building is. Okay. That's where, uh, our headquarters were for about 20 years. Um, you know, probably the early, early seventies through the late eighties is, is we were down there, um, you know, held all the personal property auctions down there and had the brokerage and real estate, um, side out of that company or location as well. So that, that actually worked really well. Um, had a, elevator up to the top floor, which it still does. I believe I don't, I haven't talked to Zach lately yeah. to see if that elevator is still functioning or not, but right. I can remember riding that thing up as a kid, you know, taking loads of boxes and furniture up there with my, yeah. you know, with my grandpa's crew. And yeah, I heard Jared's elevator story on yeah. one of the previous podcasts. That's, I hadn't heard that. That was, that's, that was pretty that's what's wild. Wrong with Jared. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all explained now, right? Yeah. It is. It all makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, um, you know, so that location, you know, there was a ton of storage obviously up in the upper floors of that building. So it worked, uh, worked nicely to bring things up and down to facilitate yeah. the auction needs. But, um, in the late eighties, they, they were able to obtain the location where we're at now up on the highway, uh, location caddy corner from the Ford dealership where mm -hmm. Morris is now, uh, Morris Smith, um, at 909 auction Avenue. Can't, can't miss the big red sign. Yeah. I, I lived on the West side of town growing up. And every day I'd see your guys a sign showing that I'm late for, for school <laughs> every single day. I'm like, oh, good for yeah. yeah. Well, I remember as a kid, you know, downtown, we always had above the uh, first national bank, there was always the time and temp yeah. um, LCD sign that yeah. um, always lit up. And that was kind of a, you know, iconic thing back, mm -hmm. back when I was growing up and, you know, I was a few years older than you, so yeah. I can, <laughs> I can kind of go back a, a, maybe a decade or so. Sure. But yeah. It's funny how things kind of stick in your mind and mm -hmm. you remember as a kid. Well, it's such a neat story of just how car auctions started and everything. How has the business adapted and grown with time and uh, what's on the horizon for car auction? Jamie, do you want to touch on the real estate side at all? Oh, well, you know, back in 2000 is when Chris's parents, um, Jim and Tammy Froshner purchased the company from Tammy's parents, mm -hmm. you know, Larry Marlene. And um, I wish I could set them all down now and say, you know, what is the most surprising thing of, of change? Because, you know, with us, you know, we were, we were, you know, what, middle school, high school, we got cell phones kind of an age. So we were more used to that te technology and, and that kind of thing. And I really wish I would have picked Larry's brain more. And I, I still do Marlene a lot too. Um, but even, you know, Chris's dad, um, seeing him adapt to Chris's ideas and, and Chris and I, um, were, um, I, th I think we're good business partners, um, but um, he's very, um, you know, wants to adapt, wants to move forward. I'm very cautious. I'm very reserved. And so sometimes it's balance. And sometimes he has to tell me the same thing like 20 times, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and then at the end of the day, I just, you know, say a prayer and I'm like, okay, you know, if this is what you think is best, I'm going to roll with it. And I will tell you never once has he led us astray. Um, but the next time he comes with an idea, I'm still just as cautious. Um, but the, the real estate side for me, um, just kind of came naturally. Um, I was a stay at home mom for a long time. I was, I was fortunate enough to, to get to choose that route. And that's what we kind of wanted to do. And, um, you know, when, what was it about four years ago, he said, he, you know, we kind of, 
I kind of approached him and said, I think I might want to get my license. And he's like, yeah, you should, you know? And so it was kind of just a natural um, thing to happen and got my license and kind of dipped my toes in slowly because, you know, um, my kids are my priority as far as our family events go. So I map them all on a calendar and um, plan my, my work schedule around it. And our youngest, um, she comes with me a lot until she started walking. So now she drops the sitters when I have work. Um, but, you know, um, the real estate side, is it's just fun. It's something I'm passionate about. Um, I love helping people. I love serving people. Um, so it doesn't really seem like work. There are days that it's like, oof, you know, this one's a doozy. Um, but it's fun for us because I get to go home and pick his brain about it. So it's fun to get to work alongside of, of my husband and my father-in-law, my cousins up there. You know, we're, we're a big family-based business um, and have been for three generations. And so to me, it's fun. I love That's working awesome. with people. I love working with family, yeah. but well, let's jump into a segment, Brick Basics, and today we're going to talk about all about downtown listings. Usually on this conversation, we're talking about downtown with, with typical business owners downtown, but um, with you guys specifically, um, you know, being in business for so long, having so many buildings go in and out of hands of business owners and just uh, residents even, um, so tell us a little bit about your guys' experiences and maybe here recently, um, just generalized, what are we seeing in the market right now? Um, why are people moving to Larned and why are people moving out of Larned? That's a pretty big question. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think that's a natural question and part of why you guys started this podcast in the first place, but to the brick basics, um, downtown listings and history, ones that come to mind off the top of my head is, is the duck wall, or we all know it as the Alco building, you know, across the street here. It's a, it's kind of the big elephant in the room and it's a, it's a big building. It's changed hands a few times here in the, in the last probably 10 or 15 years. Um, even since I've been back, um, from, from winter park, um, since I moved back, it's changed hands, I believe three times in about 11 years. So we sold it once at auction. Um, you know, the buyer came in and, and, felt like he got a good deal on it and he actually traded it fairly quickly after that after leasing it for a short term but then uh the hometown wholesaler was mm-hmm. that right was mm-hmm. that the mm-hmm. business Howdy uh, doody. yes Our yeah i was gonna say that <laughs> the cowboy building yeah, yeah our girls had a name for it so that always throws me off trying to remember it but uh <laughs> but anyhow yeah um that one has changed hands a few times and i think the the big challenge there with that particular property is the size of it you know you have to have a building to fill it and if mm-hmm. you're going to turn the utilities on there's a very uh challenging you know segment to try and partial off uh you know you can't just run a third of the building on utilities you basically are heating all of it or none mm-hmm. of it so you know i think that's what owners have probably ran into is the cost of uh you know overhead to to manage and, and it just run the building and have a business large enough to fill it. So, you know, that one comes to mind. Um, You know, in the past, we've sold a number of smaller buildings along Broadway. Um, Most of them, you know, even just in the recent past, the the ones that got torn down, we we had sold those at auction um, just in the last five or six years. And, you know, at, at that point, they, you know, were in the same condition as they were previously to being condemned and torn down. So, um, you know, I think they had kind of, you know, the writing was kind of on the wall with those properties, in my opinion. I mean, I always, I love historic buildings and love the architecture and the history behind um, 
each building and each property. So I have an appreciation for that. So I never like to see anything necessarily torn down, but in that case, they definitely needed uh, to go. And it, you know, it's really opened up that downtown area and yeah. it spearheaded a movement in, in my mind. Yeah, it, it really, uh, got the ball rolling on some things and, and got some property owners and some business people in town to really take charge and, and, you know, right. do some things individually. We've really seen a lot of improvements. I mean, if you aren't, if you don't look at it every single day or you, if you aren't paying attention, you probably don't notice outside of a large building being tore down. But, mm-hmm. um, on the back end, it's really sparked a lot of, um, optimism. So, and I think there's more, of course, there's more to come. Um, well, hopefully I guess it's not guaranteed, but, um, so tell us what is, how, whenever we, I typed up these questions, humble, the humble pie situation, I don't mm-hmm. think had come into fruition quite yet, but that, um, for the listeners that don't know, um, humble pie is coming this summer. That's their projection. Um, so humble pie is based out of Pratt. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris and I opened up a, a car auction and real estate physical location in Pratt about a year and a half ago. And about six months into that, so about a year ago, um, Nate humble had reached out to me and, and I'm sharing this with his, with his blessing, um, of course. And, and he said, Hey, you know, I really want to expand. I've been debating the, the Larned area. And of course, you know, you kind of put that in your back pocket and then your gears start turning as a, mm-hmm. as a realtor. And, um, I just kind of always kept it, you know, in the back of my mind and I'd kind of explore a couple options and shoot him a couple ideas. And he's like, you know, I just don't think it's the right fit yet. And so I'm like, okay, like, we'll just, you know, we'll keep at it. And, um, the day I saw that posted online, I jumped on the phone and and I said, you know, Hey, I think you're going to want to see this. I think it could be great for, for humble pie and, um, coming to learn it. I said, it's a fantastic location. Mm-hmm. You know, you're right off of, off of Broadway. I said, you got fourth street, you got baseball stadium, you know, and Dylan's kids. Yeah. Dylan's, you got kids walking from the pool. You know, I was just throwing all these and, um, but at the same time, I don't ever like to push anybody or make them make that decision, you know? So I said, you better call your wife. And he goes, well, you know, she, she's going to give her blessing. I know it. He said, you know, I, I really need to get in and see it. And, um, you know, roundabout, we, we got it under contract and, um, they're the, the current owners of that, that building and that lot. And, um, I'm just excited for the future of Larned, um, just because, another family wants to bring their money and invest in our community. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm, I'm just excited. You know, you always get the people that's like, Oh, another, another pizza place. I'm like, yeah, how great. Yeah. That somebody wants to put money into our community and, and to the, you know, the upgrades and the upkeep right. and, and taxes and all of that. And so I'm really excited. Um, it's something that Nate it kind of put me on about a year ago and, and it, when it happened, it happened quick, um, you know, and, and yeah. we were pretty hushed there for a while. And, and now that it's closed, he gave the blessing and he's like, spread the word. You know, he said, I want everybody to know we're coming. And um, they're, they're obviously working on their end of things of logistics and, sure. and upgrades and stuff. And I'm, I'm so excited for what's to come. And, and they're huge family people, huge community people and they're excited to support the community and and work with the other downtown businesses and Mm -hmm. i think they'll be a perfect fit to what is already going on downtown well and i think that's part of the takeaway too is is that the fact that an outside 
family saw potential in Larned and, you know, wanted to bring their business to this community. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it shows that we do, you know, obviously project something, um, you know, they have been coming up here for a lot of years with kids and, and sports and, you know, just being an hour away, there's a lot of association with Pratt to Larned and vice versa. So, um, just to see them want to invest in the community, uh, along with other folks, um, who are part of the community. Uh, and, and we've kind of seen the other side of that too. Um, having the branch office in Pratt now is, is being a part of two communities at once. And obviously mm-hmm. it's tough to be in two places at once, but that's part of the challenge and the fun of it. And I think the two communities can learn from each other as well. I mean, that's one thing I've seen in, in our business. We, we work in a lot of these small towns and small communities, whether it be St. John Stafford, uh, up North and rush center, Timken, you know, all these small areas, you know, even out West, um, you know, we're all facing the same challenges. So, there's a lot of things we can learn from each other and, and being a part of that conversation with other communities, I think is, is very, you know, very, very encouraging. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, I just find it so interesting. And, and in this podcast, I've, I've obviously thought about um, economic development and, and what avenues we have moving forward. And we have, you know, naturally homegrown talent that we can we can culture it within our school district, but that's a, a very I mean, really a long term play, um, depending on how you look at it. So you have that avenue which we're we're working on, but also you have this avenue of leveraging seasoned business owners um in other communities who are wanting to expand. And and immediately we have a new new pizza place. So Humble Pie is a pizza place in Pratt if you didn't pick up on that by now. Um which I look I haven't ate there, but it, I've looked at the reviews and and it's phenomenal. So Yeah, and I think you know what's what I like is um you know it's it's um a married couple that's you know they've put their investment into into the Pratt community and now they're ready to invest in Learned and Um, I think our downtown is fantastic. You know, I feel like there are some eyesores with some vacancy, um, but at the end of the day, um, you know, what the Haynes have done with my favorite furnishings Mm -hmm. and the five buildings and the upgrades they've done and the money they've poured into it, into our community and country seasons, you know, you got Ike Shaver plumbing, you have all of these fantastic businesses on main street. And I just wish everybody in Larned knew what they had to offer. Mm-hmm. There's times, you know, that I walked into my favorite furnishings, you know, a couple of years ago and it's like, wow, you know, like this is fantastic. So of course we buy our furniture from there and they've helped carpet our house. And I think people have just so used to jumping on the phone to order online or, you know, drive to Wichita or to Hayes. And I just wish people would step into off-Broadway boutique and, you know, step into those places. You don't really realize what's here. And so I feel like we have great things going. I just wish people would um, take a second to walk in maybe um, just to look around before they feel like they need to go elsewhere. Um, Because we have a great, a great thing going in my opinion. Um, I love this community and I feel like Alex is phenomenal um, with everything she's doing. And I just wish it continues. Yeah. So in regards to economic development, um, that's been, that's been hard. Um, cause it's, it's, it, the question becomes whose responsibility is it to pull in businesses? And that's why it was so interesting. Um, because no matter how big or small of a hand you guys played in that, you had a role in it. So I, my question is, is how, how often of a situation is it to where you have business owners reaching out to you and saying, Hey, 
I want to be in Larned. Give me a place to do that. Is that kind of a one-off scenario? I don't think it happens as often as, as uh, you might think. Um, you know, number one, there has to be almost an opportunity to come to town. There has to be either a, an available building mm-hmm. come up for sale or like in, in the humble pie situation, they were actively looking for about a year, I guess. Um, and, you know, just waiting to pounce on the right opportunity. So, you know, I think I wouldn't call it a one-off, but it's, it's, it's more rare than it is, um, often, I guess I would say. Um, you know, I think, um, you know, people are just so impulsive now with their purchases and, you know, have a cell phone at their, at their, always ready to where, you know, that's, that's driven a lot of business uh, to e-commerce. And that's, that's obviously a challenge. Um, another challenge is, as being, being a small community and not maybe having those opportunities. Um, but, but that's not why people move to Lauren. Um, you know, they don't move to Lauren because of a target and a Walmart and a mm-hmm. name your big box stores within a half mile of your house. You know, they, they move here because of the community fill, um, you know, and the things, you know, small rural area has to offer. So, you know, I think there's always going to be those, those transitional, um, ownership opportunities, I guess, but, being in real estate, you, you know, I'm personally always cognizant of, of personal property rights. Um, you know, if you own a piece of real estate and you pay your taxes and it's, it's yours to do what you wish with. So it's, it's kind of a fine line of, of trying to, to mandate that someone, yeah. you know, sell their building so we can have an opportunity for a, a barbershop or, you know, whatever it may be. So that's kind of always a, a touchy subject with, with property ownership, but at the same time, um, that, you know, when you, when you have that push for, for improving and maintaining the downtown and the community as a whole, um, you know, you like to encourage folks to, to be aware of it as well. And if they have an opportunity to, to, you know, bring a business to town, then I would, I would hope that people would at least listen to that. And if they can trade that building for something somewhere else for, for storage or whatever the case may be, then, you know, maybe they'll take, take that opportunity. Maybe they won't, but um, going back to the real estate in general question you asked, um, obviously the pandemic has, has sure changed things over the last couple of years. And we saw a push for people going out of the big cities to more rural America. And I think that trend will continue, um, you know, especially with the supply chain changes that we've seen here recently and, and some other, you know, just market changes that, that have, have come across. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's definitely always a, uh, double-edged sword when it comes to what can you do, what can mm-hmm. you push, um, you know, but I think it does, you know, it starts exactly right here at this table, um, having conversations with local people and business owners and, and seeing what, uh, you know, what can be, what can be done. Cause you know, everything's got to start from an idea. Yeah. It's good. When you guys are dealing with people, uh, moving to town and, and these opportunities with real estate, what are some things that you hear that people are excited about and some things that they aren't excited about? You know, um, it's surprising to me when I get a call from a buyer and they're from California or Colorado or, you know, anywhere, any other state. And I'm like, why did you choose Larned? You know, I'm like, I'm, I'm genuinely curious. And, and, um, they want that small town community feel. And I, I think um, Larned 
has most every community beat. You know, you need something, you can count on somebody here. Um, my kids can play in my front yard and I can be in my house and I don't have to worry, you know, and, and it's just the safety, the security, um, our, our, our schools, you know, our, our community has so much to offer. And I think that's what people are looking for. Um, you know, I wouldn't say it's a slower way of life. Uh, you know, I mean, we don't have the traffic. Thank goodness. Um, I can't sit in traffic for 45 minutes. You know, we go to Kansas city for the weekend and we're both like, get us home, you know? Um, so I, I think Larned has so much to offer and I think people realize that, um, you know, but now it's up to us as, as community, um, residences, how do we keep them, you know, yeah. and, and how not do we just keep them, but how do we make them want to invest in our community? And, and, you know, there's, there's, um, so many events out there and, you know, we've, we've tried to do more as our own family. Like we are so busy who isn't, you know, so this year we're, we're taking the girls to football games, to basketball games, to wrestling meets, um, volleyball. And, you know, we don't have, you know, skin in the game as far yeah. as kids on the court. Um, but, Growing up, Landon, you're the same way. You know, you, there was always a gym rattle in the crowd. You know, mm-hmm. somebody yeah. that came to watch the game just to watch the kids, yeah. you know, support the community. Right. And and I want people to move here and feel that kind of welcome and that put that want in them, that want to go support the community and get involved. And um, I think we're getting there. You know, yeah. I really do. Um, we have a lot of dreamers. We have a lot of, of doers. We just need to keep moving. I, it's funny how you talk about safety. Well, I guess that's not funny, but the, (laughs) uh, a funny story associated with that with downtown. I'm just so intrigued with downtowns now that, now that we're in the nitty gritty of it all. So, um, and that's been a, been a while. So, um, my wife and I went to Europe and I'm like, Oh, I want to get an Airbnb and all these downtowns or just like anywhere we go. I feel like downtown is the place to be. And in big cities, you know, like that's not, not the case I'm coming to find. <laughs> so, so we, we get these like Airbnbs downtown and, and I'm like, Oh, good grief. I hope we make it through the night. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you don't have to, you don't have to worry about that. Um, with, with Larned. I mean, really, whether it's in your front yard or across the, across the town, I mean, it's a safe community. And these days that's a rarity. Unfortunately, you know, right. you still you still see kids gathering up at Northside playing football. You know, yeah. um, going down to the park to play a game of basketball, riding their riding their bike to a friend's house. You know, um, I, I love it. Yeah. You know, I love that my kids can be kids and um, they're growing up how we did. A little bit different, of course. It's a different world, um, but they still get that. They still get that ability to be kids and be outside, and and I don't have to worry. It's yeah. Well, and yeah. you can rattle off a handful of, you know, items or more that, that Larned has as a community that a lot of people just, you know, kind of look past or don't think about a lot if it's not at the forefront of, you know, the calendar events that's on your personal calendar. I mean, I think it's easy just to stay in your own lane and your own bubble. And, you know, if you, you we're, we're creatures, creatures of habit to begin with. So, you know, if you're going through your, your motions of life and you, you may miss a lot of things that are going on in town. Yeah. So I think that's the key is being involved and staying attuned, um, you know, attending meetings and volunteering in town and, and getting out and about the, because, you know, the conversations you'll have with those folks and things you'll see if you're involved um, will make you aware of things. You know, we've got the hospital, we've got the Fort Larned, we've got the trail center, we've got a dang good little local movie theater and, and all sorts of local businesses downtown. So, um, if, if, if you want to look for something to do, there's definitely going to be something to do if you're, if you're out there looking, paying attention. 
Yeah. Well, let's jump into our segment, Spitballers, all about the future. Yeah. In regards to economic development, um, how how can we better recruit entrepreneurs and businesses, especially in the short term? Like, like, like you mentioned, that's obviously a um, a driver in the success of of Larnet as a whole. How how do you think we can be better that's at that? Million dollar question. You know, I mean, I think that if you're going to re- recruit somebody, where are they going to live? Yeah. You know, I feel like uh, there's so many layers to that, and um, you know, if you look at the active listings and learn it or even surrounding communities right now, they're few and far between, mm-hmm. you know? And so I feel like, um, I just saw an article where, um, three investors transformed an old school building into apartments. And I thought that was so cool. You know, I feel like, um, there are some, some families here in town that are investing and, um, you know, up, updating some homes and putting them back on the market. And it is so exciting to me that they're putting their time and money, um, into the community to do that. But, you know, if you're going to try your best to recruit businesses and families, you know, where are they going to live? And, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, I mean, I think that's obviously the market the ebbs and flows in the market too. Um, but there's just so many layers. And I feel like if we had all the answers, it all be solved already. Well, and part of that challenge too, you could say, you know, well, maybe if we had a new housing development pop up in town where there'd be some, you know, newer homes, maybe, maybe folks would want to migrate to this area more, more so than if they're looking and comparing to other communities. But that's the challenge too, is, is building costs are so high right now. And, and, and for a developer to come in and take a chance on, on spec homes is, is a huge, you know, that's a huge gamble right now in the market we're in uh, building costs being as high as they are. There's not a lot of margin there for a guy to come in and, and, you know, obviously on development side of things uh, for housing anyway, you know, that, that's a, that's a math equation that works with volume. Yeah. You got a lot of, you got to have a lot of units for, for that to really make sense. And, you know, that's, that's, that's a big challenge, um, where we're at now, but, uh, yeah, I, I just think, um, you know, what, what's going on currently with, with the city of Larned and the leadership and, and the other government entities that we have in, in town is, is I think, very positive. I think we've got good leadership in place to, to drive a lot of those and there's good conversation going on, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's very difficult to put those into action as well. Um, you know, us sitting down at this, this table is, is part of the, part of the equation and getting the conversations going, but how to implement change is, is always, I think the, the toughest, uh, the toughest challenge. I mean, all of us have our day jobs and, and, you know, have our, things that we want to spend our money on and, and, you know, to try and do things outside of our, our normal, uh, conditioning and, and schedules is, is tough. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a very challenging thing you guys are taking on. So that's, you know, that's why I really commend you for what you're doing, um, getting the conversation going. But I think, I think a lot of it is, is starting to turn and there is some awareness about it, but go ahead, Jamie. Yeah. I was just going to say, I think, I think if anybody could take anything away from these podcasts, um, it would be just to spread the word, you know, find out why you like Larned, find out why you live here and tell somebody else about it. Um, because you know, if, if you don't have young kids in the community yet, you're not aware of how fantastic the elementary school is. You know, I, I was actually asking my oldest daughters, teachers, can you just flunker the year? You know, like, I really like where we're at, you know? Um, but I just feel like no matter what it is that you like about Larned or you love about Larned or why you're here, 
your neighbor might not have not might not even be aware, you know, of, of right. what what you love about it. And I just feel like if people would spread the word about the events that go on and and the rodeo and the parades and you know, I love nothing more than to come downtown and watch a parade or come to an event. The walkability of our downtown is fantastic. Um, the community aspect, you know, a homecoming parade, you see everybody, you know, it, it's just packed. And then the homecoming games. And I just feel like a lot of people out there are probably looking, looking for that, but, you know, don't take for granted um, that everybody knows why you love learning. And, and I truly just think that if people would start, talking about it and spreading the word, you never know who you could recruit. Yeah. Well, I think, uh, you know, probably a lot of your guests probably answer this the same way. And I don't know, you know, what your guys' thoughts are, but you know, if, if we'd flip the script and ask you guys, like, what, what do you think, Landon? I mean, you, you've kind of spearheaded this whole, I guess, cult movement or conversation. What, what kind of ideas or thoughts do you have, or do you guys have Jared as well? Um, you know, in the downtown. I mean, I guess it's kind of a roundtable discussion. So Man. it's it's a tough put me on the spot. Well, it's a tough yeah. question to answer. It I is. think so. It is. Um, Jared, do you want to start off? Yeah, give I, me some inspiration. I think this podcast has brought just a lot of attention for myself, and just realizing how thankful I am for what we do have, and just capitalizing on that, and also just not um, taking for granted certain situations. So just even just driving to other towns and then just really paying attention to the downtowns now that I never did before. So just stopping being thankful for what we have, but also looking for an opportunities to continue to grow and just, just sitting down with Seth McFarlane and all the history he gave about how in 1914, Lauren had had the most automobiles per capita in the United States. Like that's like that just that it is, it is mind blowing that there was so much industry and things were booming and growing. And so just looking forward to seeing that again, because I, I truly believe, and that's why I'm sitting here that that is possible again. Yeah. If I were to put a idea, you know, obviously we're all, we're all dreamers and doers, um, little things. I don't know the expense level, little things I'd like to see. Mm-hmm. Um, when you, you know, I'm, I'm obviously talking highway cause that's where our, our location is. I would love to see updated holiday, holiday sign. You know, when, if you think about yourself, when you drive in from whichever way you're coming, what's your first, you know, take, I'd love to see them update their Christmas lights and the holiday stuff. You know, I know they updated the banners. Um, there's some downtowns that when you pull in around the holidays, they have like, like what my favorite furnishings is done with their clear Christmas lights, but it runs the full length of downtown. Yeah. Little stuff. It looks really neat. It looks great. Well, it, you know, it gives you that warm little yeah. hometown feel. And I mean, that stuff is so little, um, but it creates a feel for you. You know, it puts you back in, in like the town you grew up in or whatever it is. And I would love for someone to drive into Larned, you know, and be like, wow, you know, like not just blink and you're through and, and on the way, I wish we could do something, um, you know, a little upgrade there. Um, I was also kind of brainstorming, you know, I'm like, what do I utilize all of the time? That's so helpful. And I am of that generation, my phone, you know, my phone goes everywhere. The district created an app 
and it has everything. You know, if I want to know anything between menus, if I need to find an email for a staff member, if I want to figure out what the sports schedules are, it's all on the app. All of the announcements, anything they post to Facebook. And so I don't know how easy it'd be, but I wanted to get gears turning of could Learn It have a community app? That you don't have to go to Facebook and search out the chamber page to find, you know, the schedule for the parade and then screenshot it and hope when you walk to the Tired Iron Show, you can find the screenshot of the schedule. Like, is there something we can do as a community to put all of those events in one place? And I mean, you're not going to get rid of the people that still want that physical copy of the newspaper or those people that don't have the smartphones. But so many of us do. Like, is there something we can do? that that community knows, you know, I can look at one place and I can Mm. find X, Y, and Z for the weekend. And that kind of just got my gears turning. I don't know the financials of it. I don't know how to even go about making an app, but I know the app the district uses has everything my kids need for all of the schools they'll be in. And I don't have to look elsewhere. And so that's really nice that I know I can look in one place and see the things. And I I guess, you know, that's, yeah, I I like it. That's very good. Um, Cause that's a, consistent issue that comes up is communication amongst uh organizations and efforts um everybody so i guess to we'll we'll close it up here but to answer your question question chris um on on our end from doing this podcast and where we think that we can start and walking towards progression here um i think our biggest issue right now is a lack of communication and a lack of um involvement every everybody has the same um intentions so whether you talk to the city the county the chamber economic development business owners everybody has the exact same intentions hey we want to see downtown thrive um but nobody well i guess i can't say nobody but it hardly ever does it come together and efforts are unified and then on top of that say you're responsible for this i'm responsible for this and then you know who's failing at what. Right now, it's just a lot of gray area on, on who's failing because um, nobody really wants to take that or point fingers. So it's just we're, we're too kind, you know. Um, so that's where I see um, like a situation like an app, the concept of a, a singular movement, right, um, in regards to do downtown or the communication of, of events throughout Larned. So, um, that's what I've been pushing for now, how that's structured is hard, right. Uh, of, of creating an app, you know, on the community event side, creating an app that's hard, but, um, necessary, I'd say also on the downtown development side, that's hard to pull all these loose ends together and work mm-hmm. forward. But, um, I think that's what it's going to take. Yeah. You know, and, and looking over your questions and stuff, we were, Chris and I were chatting and, like Jared said, it really makes you appreciate what Learned has, you know, and, and look away from downtown for a second and realize, you know, you know, the Aikens and Santa Fe Liquor Mart and uh, Burton Weta and all of these big hitters, whether they're, they're big or small, all of these people are putting money and investing into our community. And it's great. You know, yeah. I, I feel like we have so much going and a lot going for it. And I love what Alex is doing with like the sharing the facts of the businesses. And I feel like there's still so much here that people aren't aware about that we have in our own community. And so I really wish they could just um, be educated and not be intimidated by the auction world. You know, so many people are like, I've never been up here. Auctions are intimidating. And I'm like, come on in. Like, you know, like it's, it's really great. So I I hope people just take a minute to look what we have here at home and, and realize how great it is. 
Yeah, um, I would echo that. And my takeaway, you know, just from listening to your past podcasts and everything that's going on in town, you know, I think everything's headed in the right direction in, in my perspective. I, I feel like we've got um, a great community of leaders um, and it's easy to say, you know, we've got, you know, a handful of people that are really go-getters. Well, every community does. But I think, I think Lauren, it has, you know, with the city doing their marketing campaigns and, 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 you know, the Eco Devo and the chamber and, and business owners improving downtown buildings individually one by one, whether it's starting from scratch or improving a storefront or whatever it may be, all those little changes just change the downtown look over time. So I think, you know, I think we are headed in the right direction. Um, but it is a challenge. Um, like I said, we see that in a lot of the small towns that we work in and, and that spend time in. So, you know, we're not alone. So I don't think we're unique by that by any means. But, uh, um, you know, I think this is a great, uh, a great tool to, you know, keep things moving forward and progressing. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yep. Well, Chris and Jamie, thank you so much for joining us today on the Downtown Lauren Podcast. Listeners, thanks for joining us. As always, God bless. See you next time. We want to thank you for joining us on today's episode of the Downtown Learner Podcast. We hope that this episode has both blessed and encouraged you. If you haven't yet, go like our Facebook page and leave a comment with your biggest thoughts and takeaways from this week's episode. Have a great rest of your week. God bless.